Greetings gamers, in this episode of Dead Drop News we run down Sony's state of play from last week. An Epic executive says that people have lost interest in the metaverse. EA issues a Pride Month statement after disgruntling its staff. And you can spend up to $110,000 upgrading a Diablo Immortal character. Stick around for these stories and more. Welcome back to The Dead Drop, your secret cachet of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. As we approach Summer Games Fest, there's going to be so many different events happening. I've got a feeling for a lot of the news, I'm going to be reading out a bunch of game titles that are announced or coming out or being delayed, any number of things. So we're going to take that for a practice run in our first story today with the state of play rundown from last week, followed by the rest of our usual fare. This is your transfer from the 6th of June, 2022. And these are the new stories that you need to know. So Sony's PlayStation state of play did end up happening on June 2nd, which was Friday for us Australians. And there are a lot of big announcements, but not much first party stuff. You might have expected some God of War Ragnaroks or some Silent Hills, but there may be more big stuff coming in Summer Games Fest for Sony PlayStation. But here's the quick rundown of the big stuff that was announced as part of that state of play. We had a Resident Evil 4 remake, Resident Evil Village for PSVR 2, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution, No Man's Sky for PSVR 2, Horizon Call of the Mountain, as well as some additional aspects for Horizon Forbidden West that came day and date. Spider-Man finally coming to PC, the much-anticipated Stray, which will be coming July 19 this year, the Callisto Protocol, Rollerdrome, Eternites, Street Fighter 6, or at least some more content from Street Fighter 6, Tunic finally coming to Sony PlayStation, Season, A Letter to the Future, and some stuff from Final Fantasy 16. A lot of this stuff was expected, but especially the Street Fighter 6 stuff has set fighting game fans all a Twitter. In any case, have a look at the show notes for a link that has all of the video content of that material if you're curious to find out more. The metaverse is still a hot topic, and yet Epic Games executive Marc Petit has been noted as saying that people have lost interest in the metaverse. Now, this could be him taking a stab at Meta or Facebook's attempt at a metaverse kind of environment that they released last year called Horizon Worlds, because he's quoted as saying, people have kind of lost interest in the metaverse because characters look like cartoons with no legs. This is a direct reference to the way avatars are represented in Meta's Horizon Worlds platform. But all the same, him saying that the metaverse has completely lost interest for people goes against Epic Games having raised $2 billion from investors to make investments in the metaverse and a bunch of other initiatives they currently have rolling to get kids involved with 3D development and virtual production. It comes as no surprise to gamers who have made their sentiments known about blockchain and NFTs in gaming, but maybe the metaverse isn't the future? I really want to hear from you on this one. So send me an email, deaddroppod at gmail.com and I'll read your sentiments on the show. We've talked about it ad nauseum already, but just as a quick update for The Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time remake, there's more news coming out now saying that Ubisoft no longer expects the game to be out in the 2023 fiscal year, but it is delayed somewhat indefinitely. This is after they moved production of the game from the studios in Mumbai into Ubisoft Montreal, the head studio that did the game originally. 
So it could be development costs, it could be an extension of time that development is required. But at the very least, if you were holding out hope that it would come out next year, I maybe wouldn't get too attached to that date. As a quick update for you PC gamers out there, GPU prices continue to decline as demand drops. Another report, again from Monica White with Digital Trends, is showing us that the demand for graphics cards finally dropping means the prices are starting to normalize or head to or below MSRP. In the first quarter of 2022, we can see the GPU shipments have decreased by 6.2% compared to the last quarter of 2021. If you're looking for that cheaper graphics card to upgrade your PC rig, keep an eye on those prices, maybe watch them drop a little bit further and jump on an opportunity when you see one. It's Pride Month. This is when we all unite together to support LGBTQ+, but in the games industry, this usually means our AAA companies are starting to tell their staff what they can and cannot say in public in support of these initiatives. EA got into a bit of hot water last week when its staffers believed they weren't doing enough to support Pride Month and they were potentially going to walk out if all EA wanted to do was create a rainbow avatar to show their support. EA has since withdrawn that request, the staffers did not walk out, and they have since made a bigger statement in which they show their support by saying that they want to acknowledge the pain and fear that our LGBTQ+, specifically our transgender community, is experiencing in light of emerging legislation in the US and the ongoing attacks on their human rights. It's good to see EA taking a turn for the better, even though we may not think it the best of them, especially after Mark Cerny of Sony circulated a very unusual newsletter telling people to basically keep their thoughts to themselves. Of course, this podcast is in full support of LGBTQ and the trans community, and we're all hoping that everything turns in the right direction in the US and across the world. Reporters at Video Games Chronicle have been keeping an eye on the True Achievements Tracker, the Xbox Achievements Tracker, and seen the user Big Sheep, an alleged Rare developer, has been unlocking achievements for a potential Xbox port of GoldenEye 007. GoldenEye is one of those games that everybody wants ported to a new system, but is never going to get a remake or a redo because of the circumstances of the licensing, as well as where it was originally housed. But there is more speculation as GoldenEye 007 is no longer banned in Germany, which people may believe that it could be coming as an emulated game to the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack service. This is all rumors and speculation, but if you are keen for that GoldenEye 007 Nintendo 64 game to come somewhere else, maybe keep an eye on this and see what happens. As a quick update to our Diablo Immortal news last week regarding loot boxes and not being available in other countries, there are now people reporting having their hands on the game that it could potentially cost $110,000 worth of in-game currency to fully upgrade a post-game character. Now this may be hyperbole, but the bit of analysis by Reddit users in a particular thread will show that up to $40,000 worth of loot boxes would be required sometimes to be able to rank up or acquire the currency required to rank up in this particular game. Now from Activision Blizzard and companies like it, this isn't a big surprise. But this kind of hyperbole just accentuates the idea that we need to make sure that we're making the right decisions and ensuring that everyone is completely informed with regards to loot boxes and other kinds of gambling style mechanics in the system. Now it is out on iOS and Android and there is a beta coming to PC or that 
may even have been released by the time of this recording coming out. So give it a go if you're excited, but make sure you keep a hand on your wallet as you do. And finally, it's not in gaming news, but thinking more about mental health, I'm currently undertaking the push-up challenge, which if you're not aware, is an Australian challenge where you sign up and over the 1st of June all the way to the 24th, I complete 3,139 push-ups in varying amounts across varying days, and they're all related to different statistics related to mental health. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because I need your help to raise money for Lifeline Australia and support mental health. So if you'd like to throw me a couple of dollars, it doesn't have to be a massive amount, but if you'd like to support me in doing push-ups for mental health, then please visit the show notes or go to thepushupchallenge.com and look for Matthew Bliss. There's a donation page that's very easy to submit to and the donations are even tax deductible. And whether you do or don't donate, I still appreciate your support. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Dead Drop community. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. Follow our Instagram for even more news stories. Follow me at MattBlissPod on Twitter. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news. And make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. Bye.